Did you know, as you are hearing this, next weekend in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you can come and hang out with us. Uh, Watch out for Fireballs, our other podcast. Our Games Club podcast is doing a live show at the Midwest Gaming Classic in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, We will be there all weekend. We will be doing a meetup on Saturday night. uh, Details on social media. And our live performance is at 3 p.m. on Sunday. We're not talking about anything Souls-related. We're talking about Pilot Wings, which some could say is the Dark Souls of Nintendo first-party flight simulators. Uh, So it's not Souls-related, but we'd still love to meet you. If you are in the Midwest, uh, come on out. It's a smaller convention for us. Um, We're kind of taking a little bit of a risk doing it to kind of hit up some new geography um there is not as there are not as many like mid-sized gaming conventions as maybe uh we want so uh come meet us we were nice um and you can come to our table we will give you buttons including bonfire side chat buttons and uh we would love to see you there so again that's uh the midwest gaming classic um next weekend that's april 7th through 9th in milwaukee wisconsin um and uh details on the meetup on social media come on out Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfire Side Chat. It is a, a, a morsely favorite. It is a, <laughs> is a small tucked little bit of, bit of honey that you got in your back pocket. <laughs> you had yeah. to pick the grossest candy. You um, got a Charleston chew up your neck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, this week we are talking about Dark Mouse, uh, which, which is a game that was developed by uh, a person named Daniel Wright uh, and released uh, last year, January of 2016. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, astute listeners will know that we, uh, me and Nick, covered this on Check It Out, Comrade. But it is uh, significantly a Souls like. Yeah. So uh, we are going to definitely do it, and it's also we should you know a couple of things that's like interesting about it. Just uh, is that it is it's one dude. Yeah. Like it it is. Uh, this is just this guy. He's real. If you go to the Steam forums, he's real active in like answering questions from fans. It's still kind of actively being updated. I feel like. Yeah, he like recently still... pushed out a sixty frames per second uh, kind of mod for yeah. it. So. Pretty, pretty cool. Like, seems like seems like a, a good dude. Yeah. Um, so this is a game where uh, in the world of Hazoth, you play a tiny mouse and uh, the world has been corrupted and you need to figure out what happened and uh, fight a bunch of dudes. Yeah. yeah um, so uh, the plot's pretty slight. Yeah. Actually. Like there's there's not really like souls like lore going on here. No, it's very, uh, very straightforward. Go to the next place um yes. and and deal with this it's a kind of a medieval setting you know this is it's it's, it's like it's like redwall on pcp um, yeah man <laughs> um but this is a top-down uh 2d souls game um and that shift in perspective is really really important and integral to the way this kind of plays out yes um yeah in in a way that makes us an interesting companion with salt and sanctuary like yes. There are different kinds of strengths and weaknesses that come from this perspective shift. Yeah. And it's 
it's very much other than that perspective though it is like a one-to-one like what if this was dark souls like you you have the same verb set it's the same kind of like slow methodical pace uh you attack on the triggers like the controller maps on perfectly um and it is uh it is unabashedly a souls like it's not like something like shovel knight where it's a little soulsy uh it's it's a lot soulsy yeah um you know the combat verbs are there they're the same you attack with the triggers you have a shield um a shield is an absolute necessity in this i know they're probably good i I mean i would say it's it's that's part of a larger thing where this is not a game where like build is really so much a thing i would say like the shield's 100 necessary so is magic yep like if you don't have an area effect like there's one set of there's pyromancies in this and if you don't have an area effect spell i don't know how you do it Um, it's all, it's all necessary. Like you kind of have to be a jack of all trades. It is not, it is an honor build variety the way like a souls game does. Right. Yeah. Um, so something here, the movement is not pinned to a grid. This is not like, um, a, a hyper light drifter or something like that, where everything is kind of laid out like tiles and you're moving along this. Um, you know, you, you don't just walk up, down, left and right. Pressing a direction actually causes you to like rotate to face that direction and the body kind of snakes behind it. So everything feels very, very fluid and analog in a way mm-hmm. that, um, a lot of other top, uh, top down games do not. Yes. Yeah. And the, uh, the, this kind of like little bit of, uh, you know, precision there is kind of important because threats are going to kind of come from all sides here. So orientation really matters. There's not a backstab skill, but everything takes more damage from the back. Um, and you need to be facing kind of perfectly, um, even so much so that like the width of your shield will make a difference. Yes. Um, you know, because you have to, ha- you have to actually block the arrow in a weird <laughs> way. It is like kind of, you know, more realistic, uh, in that respect. Yeah. Um, souls. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, the, the collision mapping is very precise. I don't know if collision yes. mapping is a word, but I hope I got the meaning. It sounds else. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this also places kind of this outsized emphasis on attack animation, right? You know, you're looking down. And so the way that your sword swings around will have a tremendous impact on what you can hit, right? Like, if you're carrying a sword in your right hand, you will swing from behind you to in front of you or do like a stab and you're going to hit enemies that are on your right unless you do a special move that does a dash or, you know, some of that. So that precision goes both ways, both in defense, both in defense and offense. Yes. Yeah. Um, you do get there's a there's a inaccuracy in the notes here. Um, OK, it's, it's a minor one. Um, so you you it's a there's a dodge dash you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can eventually, you can dodge through things. Okay. Um, there are iframes. It's actually necessary during the Sun's Fortress uh, analog of this when you there are arrow traps mm-hmm. to uh, to dodge forward through them. Oh wow. Um, the, is, that, uh, is, that can, a, is that an ability like an advanced dodge? Because I was I was having fits trying to um, uh, figure that out. I think it actually. I think it is something that you upgrade. To. Mm, okay. Um, your your out of the box one maybe doesn't do it, but your out of the box one is worthless. Um, because you you're you're uh, you start out very underpowered. Yeah. Um, and there's this ability system we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, before we talk about that, though, we should talk about how, uh, you know, how difficult and how hard this is and how often you're going to be dying uh, <laughs> and what kind of the game does with it. That's yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so my opinion is that this game is too hard for me. Um, I, you know, want to admit straight out I did not beat this game. Um, yeah, you, I, I didn't. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, and we. I guess we should we should have said that up front because some people. This is not going to be, we're going to talk about the kind of levels of the game, but mostly this is kind of, we're going to talk about the systems and what, you know, what works and doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be closer to a review and that's, and that's literally just, uh, it, it's, 
I wish we could have peppered in some stuff that was a little bit less like frustrating mm-hmm. in here because I mean we both beat Salt and Sanctuary, yeah. um, but this is just going to be like a frustrating couple of months or a couple of months of us being frustrated. Yeah, I don't want to project that onto anybody else. And uh, th- this is like I think this game is really interesting and kind of cool. Yeah, um, it is. It is too hard for me in a way that uh, I know I could do it. Um, it just pushes past my patience. Yeah, barrier. Um, and it's very intentional. Like, I think this is for somebody. Yeah. Like, it's not a, a bad product because of that. Right. It's just like, oh, this isn't, this isn't how I would do it. This is, this is made for a very specific experience I'm not interested in. Right. Um, while still taking some value from the stuff that it does, that's kind of neat. Yes. You know, like I would love somebody to take this ball and run with it, <laughs> you know, and do, uh, make a couple of tweaks to make it, um, a little bit, you know, less difficult. Um, so the, this, uh, and, and if, you know, if it's frustrating to you that we didn't beat it, it's like, well, you know, again, like life is short, you know, <laughs> uh, there's just, uh, the, um, you know, there, there's, we only, we have limited time on this earth guys. Yeah. Um, so as we mentioned, you know, you have a bloodstain mechanic that is the same as souls essentially. Um, except it's called marrow, but it's souls. It's gross. Uh, the big kind of innovation here and what this game does that I think is actually really clever. Yeah. Um, if it, what didn't become necessary. Like it, it's like super clever until you have to start gaming it right. to succeed. But um, you can get an item in your inventory that uh, for every one of these you hold, um, after you die, you will spawn a ghost. And uh, this ghost will follow you back to your old place, you know, where you died, um, fighting along with you. Yeah. Um, it's depend. Its abilities are kind of dependent on yours. You can buff it with an ability as well, and you can get multiple ones. Um, and it will move as far as uh, either until they die, they have health, or mm-hmm. until you get to the point where you died. Right. And then they will disappear. So it has this kind of neat, like, you know, it's 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 a, a the poor get richer mechanic. Yeah. You know, um, you never hear that, but, like, that's it's the opposite <laughs> of, a, a, the, you know, the poor get poorer mechanic. Like, if you have difficulty, the game's going to give you a little bit of a leg up. Yes. And yes. so this helps you, in a big way, get back to where, you know, you, you already died and hopefully hopefully address the challenge that killed you there. You know, yes. and no further, you have to make progress into new places on your own. But yeah. like this is kind of one of the sole quality of life convenience kind of things that they give you. And it is a really good idea. Like when we say ghost, like this is like racing your ghost in an SSX game. Yes, or like it's a, a little Kart. misty version of you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really clever. And it, it's, um, you know, I actually even I, I like every part of this. Like I like that you have to go into a new area alone. So it kind of, you know, you don't just kind of come in and stomp something. What I don't like, though, is that the rest of the game is tuned around this to where, uh, you know, if you get to a boss and it's really, really frustrating, it is a legit tactic to die to it three times. You can bring in a, a trio of ghosts. Yeah. Like that. That's, you know, and that just kind of like it's not super fun, you know, like going through and killing myself to get this this thing. You know, I almost would have rather it be tied to a resource or something like that or have you be able to invoke it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it it falls down when you run into difficulty walls. It works really well when you die to a, a stray, you know, a, a, an unexpected night or something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it just, uh, it's it's like a hedonic treadmill almost with this. It's like, hey, we have this, we have this feature that is a really cool idea um, that makes the game a little bit easier. Well, we can, we can balance the other side of that even more to, you know, just assume that they're going to do this. And yeah. it doesn't. 
it it doesn't work well when you're you know when, when it becomes a system to exploit rather than a system that's there to like push you you know push you from the back lets you make a little bit more progress yeah like lets you get to the next new thing which is what you want in any video game but specifically a souls game right you know where that's a big part of the draw and uh, these kind of cease to, to push you up right uh, which is a bummer um one of the reasons why it's so hard and you're so likely to have to abuse the system is there's no estus in this game right you find more souls, you find health items, but these are not um, Estus in the sense that they do not recharge. It's not like everyone you find increases your max pool. No, these are finite. They're out there in the world, and when you use them, they are gone. Yes, uh, and I think this sucks. Yes. Um, like, I feel like that's a, that really <laughs> does, you know, and they, they make up for this um, in a weird way because uh, bonfires are really numerous. Right. You know, like, it is, um, it's very dense, so you're just trying to get through this little stretch and they design it so those stretches, you know, you don't really need a morsel. Mm-hmm. You know, I think is the idea. Like, you get through this with your full health bar. You don't need to make it. You know, that's the number of mistakes you need to make. But then they just they just ramp everything up. Like, there's a, there's just a part. Like, eventually, every trap an enemy will two shot you. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's just not enough mistakes for this bonfire density. And and that is an important thing. And it's something we talked about a lot in the Dark Souls 3 season and a lot in the Bloodborne season uh, to a certain extent. But you need to be able to fail a couple of times, even just like to have that dramatic arc of a fight yes. or an encounter where you're on the ropes and then, then you come back. I, there's nothing that I can learn. There's nothing that really makes me feel good about just feeling like I got lucky that one time. Yes. You know? Um, which is, is, is like can be expanded to a larger discussion about video game difficulty in this subgenre. Right. Uh, you know, and, it, you know, full disclosure, like we're playing this in the wake of the second DLC. So it's obviously uh, <laughs> it's informing us. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's informing us and and just really calcifying some feelings about video game difficulty that have been brewing, uh, you know, since since Defiled Watchdog, like right. Defiled Watchdog lifted his leg and like fertilized a <laughs> seed. Yeah, you know, oh God. it's like, uh, you know, kind of kind of fiery crankiness about uh, about this specific <laughs> thing. But right. it really is true. Like you can't you know, you go into a an area, I walk around a corner, um, an arrow hits me that I could not have known was there. Mm-hmm. And then a guy runs up and backstabs me and I die. Like I haven't I've learned that that arrow was there. I didn't mm-hmm. learn anything about how that guy fights. I didn't learn anything about like his moveset or what's in like the rest of the room even. <laughs> right. You know, so uh, the the progress just becomes so incremental. And kind of memorization based that it just it's so micro iterative yeah. uh, that and something that is um, kind of a big part of this this camera. I'm not sure if you have this elsewhere in the notes. Um, you can't outrun things in this right, game. Yeah. And that's that's a, that's a real deadly flaw to this. Like, I think um, there's this weird there's a contingent out there of people who think that is a bug and not a feature in Dark Souls, like the fact that you can speed run it. Right. Um, and. It's it's always even the ones that I love, even parts I love, I never meticulously clear them out every single time. Like it's like I've done this. I want to get to the next challenge. Again, that's such a big part of these games. Right. Um enemies like out like if you run at a full sprint, um, I feel like at least like more than half the enemies can can catch you. Yeah. Um, like the the early ones cannot. Um however, mm-hmm. beyond let's say the first two areas, you end up fighting other uh, other mice who are similarly specced uh to you and also because they're computers, they know how to kind of maximize their lines. Yeah, that's you know? and, and they're and they're probably not running into unknown territory. Right. You know, or or they're not running into unknown territory. So like you can't uh if you've if you've gotten fifty percent through an area and you're like, I just need to get to this fucking bonfire. You can't run through that first 50% because once, even if you do happen to make it somehow, um, 
they, you're going to go into the unknown with a huge tail. Mm-hmm. Like they have huge leashes, like nothing, you know, nothing gives up pursuit. Right. Um, and it just makes it, it makes the experience of playing the, it's like, I think that's ultimately the fatal flaw of this. Yeah. If I could, if I could just keep trying the, the hardest part that I've got to until I beat it, like I probably would have stuck with it and beat it. Yeah. It's just the, every single time I have to slowly methodically kill everything. Yeah. Uh, really killed the game for me yeah something we haven't articulated when you train to a bonfire um you get there and like dark souls if an enemy is too close the bonfire will not activate like yes you know if you have not by some miracle you know shaken your tail then yeah that bonfire is useless to you so like it is mandating again this sustained perfection uh this uh kind of methodical uh this methodical clearing of every level to get up to it which again you know there are different schools of thoughts both of us happen to fall on the same side of that yeah it just it doesn't feel for all for uh, of the stuff that it quotes from souls it feels like that is an incredibly valuable one um to just kind of leave on the table yeah it's a, and I can enjoy methodically clearing something. Oh, yeah. Like I love that. I actually, you know, it's a, a big part of games that I like as well. I just don't like doing it over and over and over. So it right. just becomes the repetition. Like, you know, um, there's a, a body did a, a video, like, let's look at this when it was early. And one of the things he compared it to is like hotline Miami, where it's like, you know, you go into a room, you have to size it up, you're going to die. And then you kind of choose the order you're going to take things out. And there's a little bit of that, mm-hmm. but when the enemies have the defensive vocabulary they have, and when they take as long to kill, it is like a slow motion hotline Miami. And <laughs> I'm not the only person to say this, but like hotline Miami would 100% not work if it wasn't instantaneous. Oh yeah. Like, you know, everything is, is a flash second. Like you reload instantly enemies die in one hit. Everything has to be that short to be that loopable, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. No, I'm sure like if you if you would graph like, okay, here's the distance that you got on every one of these runs and you look at the area under that graph, that's all the time you spent playing. So like we you know, we've, we've, we've talked about this or we think we said it off the air like okay, you get 5%, 10%, 15%, 20%. That is a lot of time doing the same thing over and over again. You know, yeah. that is that that has got a mandated that is you know, admittedly uh, in in small Admittedly, in small doses, a huge part of this genre and this experience, leaning on it so hard um, and going whole hog on that particular side of it um, does lean into stuff that does burn through uh, an experience that burns through patience. Right. And yeah, 100 percent. I think part of the reason why they do that, too. So when we look at all the mechanics like the enemy space, the fact that bonfires won't activate when enemies are close, um, I think part of this is maybe to paper over the length uh, Mm, because this is a short game. As the crow Um, flies, it's incredibly short. Yeah, they're like five areas, you know, like that, that's not quite true, but there are not very many areas of this game. Uh, and if it wasn't so crushingly difficult, like you could kind of breeze through it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because of many reasons that have gone, we've gone over a thousand times, like, you know, that's undesirable for some right. um, as a thing and makes sense to be, you know, people would maybe complain about that. That would maybe affect uh, this guy's economics. So I understand yep. that. Yep. Uh, but it's not the way that I, it's never a way that I want to add length to something. Right. You know, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, bonfires work mostly, mostly the same, as we mentioned, other than the fact that you can't light them uh, in advance. They're also where you can allocate, uh, allocate your, your marrow. Um, one important, important thing we mentioned uh, we didn't mention about marrow is marrow is not souls. It doesn't drop from every enemy. No. Uh, it's a treasure and has a random chance to drop from enemies. So, again, uh, is it kind of just a, a mean design decision? Like, <laughs> 
you don't uh, let's say you're doing this shuttle run you're doing you know i can get 50 percent through this i keep dying but i keep getting back to my body to pick up my souls because of these ghosts um there's no guarantee that your souls are going to be increasing every time right which is a really elegant way that the soul the actual dark souls games i need to stop saying souls because it refers to a series and a object right um you pick up your marrow one of the really elegant ways that dark souls games uh you're emphasizing make it, it weird so- say it again the dark souls the dark souls games it's one of the ways in the dark souls games um does uh makes it so you know if you're having a hard time on something uh it gets easier right because i'm making it 50 percent every time i'm killing the enemies on the way i'm leveling i'm getting more and more souls till eventually i get to my souls run back to the bonfire i've already cleared yeah. go up a couple levels and it's a little bit easier you'll have something to show for the struggle and that never that almost never happens here because most enemies don't drop experience uh, most of the experience is tied to exploration, which is fine on its own, mm-hmm. but it just makes it you you don't get very much more powerful right uh, in this game. There's not that feeling to it. Yeah. And also that that's probably a consideration for the length as well. There's only so powerful you can get. <laughs> oh, you, you, <laughs> you, know? you are so underpowered by the end of this. Like you yeah. gain very few levels. And this is again, this is I think this is kind of a flaw. So like you uh, you gain levels, you can put them into your attributes, uh, which you know, roughly for lack of, you know, map onto dark soul stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, weapon skills, which tend to be kind of minimums. Like you need long swords too, right. uh, to, to, to do this. Um, the, you don't get, you get very, very few levels though. And weapons, there are, and there are probably like 10 weapons in the game. Um, and they're spread throughout. So like, it's very tempting to put your points in the first weapon that you find because what else are you, you know, I want to use that weapon. It's better mm-hmm. than the weapon I have now. Yeah. Uh, but because you get so few levels and there's no respec by the time you find a new, like a cool weapon at the end of the game, yeah, a weapon from another just, class, one that you have inspect for, you're just, you just can't use it, right? you know, and, and souls does that too. It's just, they put in systems to kind of get around that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, the, the, I think that was such an, el- an elegant situation in, uh, um, in, in bloodborne where they gave you all three as a choice at the beginning yeah. so you could see. Yeah. And even bloodborne, like it's kind of a bummer that like they add, you know, you don't get weapons for a long time. So you could yeah. still see the three different classes, but like, uh, you know, I wish that you just kind of saw all the weapons in the beginning of Bloodborne. Yeah. You know, and at the very least, like in Dark Souls 2 and 3, like you can respec. So, hey, I found this cool boss weapon. Um, I really like to use it. Yeah. Here's a, here's a, here's a way to do it. Um, not so in Dark Mouse. So, like, I can't imagine anyone getting through the early game with your, like, shitty early weapon and saving enough points or specking for a weapon you don't get until... 10 hours in right you know it's just i do i just don't see that edge case and that's just like really damages build variety yeah um and and makes uh uh you know the levels are just too too rare you know you just don't level up mm-hmm. enough to make that viable right yeah um there's something you can do to kind of shore that up which is they have this ability uh system where you can kind of uh give yourself perks right the nice thing is you can respect those you can change them on the fly um, so, you know, for example, if you want to, uh, give yourself a spin attack because you're working with a slashing weapon and you decide, Hey, this spear works pretty well for me. Well, you can just move that to something else that that'll work better with a spear, like a, you know, like a dash attack or something like that. Mm-hmm. I actually like this system a lot. It's really good. Yeah. And, and the fact that you can respec it every, 
everywhere makes it feel like you're choosing like just kind of tools from a toolbox. Mm-hmm. It's like inventory, you know, Metal Gear. Like, what should I do for this this mission? Yeah, you um, know? and your total number of available points actually goes up as you defeat bosses or as you find new areas. So you'll just be walking along, and after you uh, kind of surmount a challenge, it'll say, "Hey, a new ability point," and that's like Christmas Day because yeah. you can see the whole list on one screen. You can read all the descriptions and then just say like, "Oh, I'm going to take this one, but I want to give this other one next." Yeah. And and they do a little bit of this is a little bit harsh because some things that seem like they should be uh, in the box from the beginning are tied to this. So like parrying. Right. You know, you have to you have to unlock the ability to parry. Um, as we mentioned, you have to unlock uh, iframes for your dodge. Things like that, like um, that seem like they should be part of the game on their own. Like the one thing about this is if they ever did like a Dark Mouse 2, I would like to see some of those things be standard and a wider variety of these abilities. Yeah. So. That parry, that wreck shop, though. Yeah, that's yeah, really great. <laughs> Like, it's good and the timing feels good. Like, this, you know, everything feels pretty good in this other than perhaps your movement speed. Like, it's still, you know, the same caveat we put on Salt where it's like this was made by two people. It's really amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. one dude just making this in his room. Like, this is pretty, pretty impressive. (laughs) Right. You know, it's just these tuning. It's just made for ultimate challenge, which Cole and I are not made for ultimate challenge. No. Look at me. Come on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we're soft. This is like, we're, we're, you know, 450 pounds a soft boy. Like, you don't need to roll these, this catamari of, of weakness, like, down the hill into the ravine. <laughs> don't put us in that ravine, please. Daniel, yeah. please don't put me in the ravine. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <laughs> so um there is a caveat around this leveling because there are many bosses that will actually take on your build exactly so the stronger you get the stronger they get and again because these are ai uh they are you know hard to deal with uh they can they can do more with what you got than what you know than you can yes yeah um and these mini bosses are uh not the the hunters right um these are just the ones you find because i feel like you find Here's your result. We should talk about hunters because yeah. uh, those things are fucked up. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so like every once in a while, the music will change and you'll just get this phrase that just says you are being hunted. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's 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 really tense. Um, what it means, it's the same thing as being invaded, essentially. Um, the end boss of the game, spoiler, sends these uh, these agents out yeah. uh, to get you. And uh, this, again, would be cool if you had a chance in hell of like ever beating them. Um, they are so drastically more powerful than you. Yeah. Uh, and that's the idea. Like you're supposed to be really disempowered, but I can't imagine beating one. No. Like it it doesn't, uh, because you're, they don't show up, you know, when you're like in an arena, like you don't choose it. They're not waiting for you. They come to you no matter what you're doing. So like this happens, you go and you can't, you clear out a place. You can maybe run back to your bonfire and heal. Uh, but you just kind of have this curse on you that this thing's coming from you. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, you're either going to be fighting other enemies if you don't want to sit around and wait for it, or you mm-hmm. just sit around and wait for it. And I've never had one not literally two shot me. Right. And the first shot does 90% of my health. It's not like a, they do 51% of my health. No, no. Um, and then once they get you, they uh, very graphically and kind of awesomely eat you. Yep. Uh, eat your body. And then you are at half health, which very, very slowly regenerates. Right. Also, so they, 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 they take all your marrow. Yeah. 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 They take it. They take all your experience. So you want to go spend it if you have it, if you can. And then you get cursed. Uh, and there's no item to get uncursed. It just glacially refills <laughs> um, like real blood. It's like giving like like somebody, you know, you went to a blood drive. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's just, a, like like Becky Hill. No amount of cookies or orange juice is going to get her back. Yeah. Exactly. She competes with exactly. men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, so yeah, um, I couldn't find a rhyme or reason for why these guys came came out. Um, it, uh, it it does a good job of approximating the oh shit, every you know like th- that that uh, kind of register change that an invasion does. Um, I, I feel like it's more possible to come back from from invasions than than it oh, is to come back. Very from much so. Yeah, yeah. Like this is you know. This is this is like the hacked Dark Souls, uh, Dark Soul. This is the, like the hacked Dark Souls one. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys, where they have curse on their blade. Yeah, you know, like they literally curse you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's extremely rough. Yeah. Um, and I just it, again, it would be kind of a cool mechanic if there was a way to get out of it. Yeah. You know. Um. So, but there's also just doubles you'll run into too. Weirdly enough, like there's lots of dark mirrors. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this, every once in a while you just run into one of your doubles, and there's not. Again, this doesn't really have like lore stuff, so I don't really know what these are supposed to be. Like, right. why you run into people who are your your twin? Yeah, the d- 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 darker mouse. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, Shadow Shrew. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Shadow Shrew sounds good. Sounds like a good yeah. like uh, like Sonic clone, actually. Yeah, I've done it. I would play Shadow Shrew. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about navigation as well. This is top down. Um. Mm-hmm. This, so I put this note in because it bothered me. I don't know if it'll bother you. As you're going, the the, the map will rotate um, and twist and zoom in uh, pretty subtly as you go, uh, which for me makes navigation difficult because I like it when top-down games have a true north. Mm. Um, that is offset by the presence of a map, which is merciful because you know some of these areas get a little bit labyrinthine. Um, but yeah, I, I was not that big of a fan of kind of the, the, the cinematic pushes and turns that the, uh, that the camera did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't mind this okay. so much. Um, and I, it's probably just different ways that our brains work. Like I was just able to keep my, my, you know, my, my navigation sense. Yeah. Whereas like something, something like I got lost in salt all the time. Okay. You know, so, th- so there's something, something to that where like, this is just like, oh, I, I can keep track yeah um of this um it does kind of neat things with uh line of sight and stuff it has um kind yeah. of um kind of fog of war and line of sight that reminds me of like uh ultima 3 on the nintendo or something yeah you know where like uh it literally just fills in blackness where you can't see and it does neat stuff with this mm-hmm. um there are uh kind of with with light in general so like you have a torch there's a, a mechanic in this game where you have a torch that will slowly right run out the longer you explore and your field of vision will get smaller and smaller, mm-hmm. uh, which encourages you to take time to rest. Yeah. You know, which I don't know why, like if, that seems like you don't need that encouragement because you're going to be dying and <laughs> hurt all the time, but right. encourages you to rest. If you keep exploring and you're, I think it kind of almost functions as a, like you're going the wrong way mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like um, you haven't run into a bonfire this long. You have this like pinprick of light around you. Like you've really fucked up. Like you need to, you're, you're going to die, but this is not the way forward. You know, yeah. there's some kind of hidden path or bonfire you missed. Um, you can get torches that increase that. Um, and the game does, uh, gets around the kind of omniscience of an overhead camera by doing this light of sight thing. And then we'll give you peepholes into rooms sometimes. Yeah. So you can't, uh, if it were a regular overhead, like a Zelda game, you'd be able to see what's inside the room mm-hmm. here. Like you have to actually hunt down this little, you know, uh, mail slot or whatever to, to look through. <laughs> to see what you might be dealing with. And I think this actually works really well. Yeah. It'll, uh, um, it, it, uh, gives you a little bit of that tension of a blind corner because literally, mm-hmm. you know, the cone will expand as you, as you go, you go around it. It's technically impressive because it looks like there's a lot of 3d modeling going on to mm-hmm. like establish, uh, the way the light flows. Um, again, one person that is really cool. I think it, I mean, we'll get to it when we talk about aesthetics, but I think generally this is pretty impressive yeah. kind of visually. 
um, while being being super minimal, but I think it looks neat. Yeah. Um, and then the map is really, I don't know why you wouldn't have a map in a game like this. Yep. Like it's, it's fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are different weapon types. Like we talked about a quip load is a, is, is a real thing in this. Um, if you go below 90%, you just, uh, crawl <laughs> is, mm-hmm. is what goes on. Your movement speed is a, is a, is a percentage as opposed to having like a, like an encumbrance rate. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to keep that down. You can increase that with stats, but again, stat points are very, very valuable. Yeah. Um, there's one magic system in the game, um, which are pyromancies. Uh, it's fancy and magic. You know, you rest at the bonfire, you get a certain number of cast. Uh, you can increase this with certain trinkets, which are essentially, uh, rings. Um, you know, I think they're ring, uh, necklaces and that's yeah. like certain amulets. Um, I feel like the magic is really non-optional, right. uh, as a build because you're going to run into a lot of like groups of enemies and this is the only way for you to do area effect yeah. damage the, kind of consistently. The nice part is, um, focusing just on those two stats for your weapon it's not mm-hmm. that it's not that hard um like if you just want to do strength and things like precision or something like that mm-hmm. the uh the, the 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 floors or the requirements for the most functional pyromancies are not that extravagant so like no. it, it does accommodate that yeah you get uh eventually there will be but i think there's like five spells like it's very limited in general yeah um and the the, mo- the most powerful spells which are pretty cool um are uh you know do take a, a kind of uh, a real dedicated build yeah and uh but you're right you can dabble right uh, pretty successfully in magic and should mm-hmm. yeah um and you can upgrade your weapons too you get steel shards um in the game um i think in general does a good job of like reminding you of advantages that you have that you do that you're not taking you know that you're not using right so it'll say like hey you have unspent ability points hey um you know when you're rested a bonfire you could upgrade your weapons right now if you wanted to um, yeah, that is that, that that is good. That is a good use of interface, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. Um, and it, it's kind of necessary because if you're not doing that, like, you know, again, some of the problems that I had with this or some of the difficulties, I guess, were in mapping soulsness onto it. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's a little bit on me. Um, it's a little bit on the game, too, because it so clearly wears <laughs> an influence. But like right. for me, uh it gives you those messages because if you're coming at this, like I did uh, from a soul's background, you're thinking, um, I don't want to put resources into upgrading this because I'm looking for my forever weapon. Right. But in dark mouse, like you, your forever weapon is like, that probably is your forever weapon. Right. You know, the, the third weapon you find is probably the thing you want to use the whole game, or at least the class of thing you want to use the whole game. Uh, because you know, you're not going to jump ships partway through because of, as we, we talked about. Yeah. Um, aesthetics. Yeah. Um, so music is pretty minimal. Um, it's mm-hmm. pretty inoffensive. Doesn't get in the way that much. Uh, it's nice. Um, but this entire game, you know, we haven't mentioned it to this point. Uh, it's in black and white silhouette, uh, kind of yeah. against these, uh, uh, tan backgrounds. There are occasionally some highlights, you know, you have, uh, characters with red eyes, you know, mm-hmm. or you have, you know, green blobs on the ground, stuff like that. But like everything is uh, black and white or not black and white, but a black cutout seen from above against kind of this tan background. Like sepia. Like as, as well, yeah, looks like yeah, yeah. And there's like yeah. this fog that kind of rushes around. There's uh, smoke that comes off of your torch. The uh, the ghosts leave like vapor trails behind. Yeah, yeah. It all looks. I think it looks all looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes navigation difficult because there can be fewer landmarks. Right. You know, obviously, it's just the shape of the room, which is the same thing we ran into with with salt. You know, yeah. or I ran into for salt with salt. Yeah. Um, except it's it's probably it's worse. Except for that we're dealing with such a smaller area. Uh, in this, and you have a map. 
right. which kind of made up for it. So it allowed me to kind of like enjoy the aesthetic a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you know, as just being like a, a like a wireframe, like a cutout version of Souls. <laughs> you know, let's strip away all the kind of cool looking enemies. Which I mean, and that's there's a I'm not you know saying there's not a bummer side to that. Mm-hmm. Like there's not one monster in this I think is a cool design. Right. It's not re- that's not really what we're working with. There are no. no weapons I think are cool. There's no fashion souls. There's no like any of the aesthetics of souls are not present here. Right. Right. It's just kind of there's a purity to it though that I can't like hate. I think it's actually yeah. kind of neat. Uh, well, I would never choose it forever. You know. Yeah. It's just a neat coming up for air. I think it looks cool. I had some trouble interpreting. Um, some of the stuff that it was trying to convey to me. So like doors are kind of hard to, uh, it was kind of hard to spot those um, as opposed to like a wall or a wall that had kind of like holes in it, uh, which you see Mm -hmm. a little bit later Um, in that first area. Those, what are they like the, like the root walls that you have to slash through? I had no idea how to progress through those. There's just like a a little bit of stuff where it's, it's hard. You, You recognize that something's there, but it's hard to actually see and determine what it is and what you should do with it. Is, mm. is what I ran into. Um, that could be on me. So while I find the game aesthetically pleasing, like I love I love it when a game or an artist puts this kind of restriction on themselves and then just kind of goes for it. Um, it just it got a, it got in the way of functionality just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't have too much of that problem. For me, it was more of a having to check my map to see which hallway I was in. Yeah. You know, whereas there could be a statue or something that makes me know that. In a, in a game with more detail. No, it's also, it makes the, the, the areas where it kind of, um, departs from that aesthetic stand out. Like, I think mm-hmm. fire looks really bad in this game. Yeah. yeah. Like your, like your bonfire specifically to me look like, um, like a joke. It looks like one of those little fire gifts that would be on, you know, uh, helicopter text, peaceful skeleton realm. It looks a little bit like, um, whenever master shake throws something on the ground. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. There we go. Like, yeah, I, I think it's actually, they might, they might use the exact same, like, uh, <laughs> it's like a stock after effects thing, but yeah. the fire looks really artificial and weird in the world. Yeah. You know, like when something looks photorealistic in this very artful kind of thing, it doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, so it's, uh, for the most part that works for me, the music, I didn't really remember. Yeah at all um it's functional so, yeah yeah it, did, it didn't didn't bug me most of it is just ambient and quiet and just kind of let you explore yeah you know, lonesomely so we're gonna go uh through the game and kind of talk about what happens um we did not get through it no as we mentioned um we both watched a let's play of it which is kind of a cop-out but like you know you can take our half the amulet if you want um because it was too hard but we want to talk about the stuff that happens and i watched a let's play of it not do necessarily to research but because i was kind of like again i have like a little bit of goodwill towards this i wanted to see like oh is this going to do something really really neat right right at any point like is this going to open up and we're going to get something like and it that doesn't happen no it, it remains a modest product for the entire run you know the enemies you fight the bosses are fairly similar um there aren't very many of them it ends sooner than i thought like you spend what feels like 60 percent of the game in this extended sense fortress yeah you know, like if, if you imagine all of the rest of the second half of Dark Souls one just being Sense Fortress, like if you got <laughs> up to the top, the demons just carried you to like the Sense Fortress overlay over Anorlando. <laughs> they they carried you back to the entrance of Sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> again, it's, it's, again, it's slightly different. Like just, <laughs> higher, higher. Um, <laughs> and the uh, you know, and just oh, this is Duke's archives. It just has Sense Fortress walls and traps come out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is so just like trap castle. Yeah. Uh, you know, full of archer ambushes for like pretty much most of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
So, so let's go through. Uh, you know, the, the the notes are not are not that extensive again because most of what you see are enemies that are introduced and then iterating through them. Yeah. Yeah. So and this will be this will be a shorter episode uh, because of that. But I still think it is has a place in the show because it is such an obvious Souls thing, and it is like. It's hard to accept. Like, I feel like there's merit here. I just really mm-hmm. want this guy to do a follow up and or someone to take this and run with it and kind of fix my issues with it. Yeah. Um, the opening is really strong. I think that like the the game gets more seamy and hateful as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning of it, I'm pretty on board with. So yeah. um, you wake up on a beach um, and you there are like these twig monsters that come through, but it has a really good kind of tutorial uh, doing real classic video game stuff like easing you in. Um, you know, here's a wall you have to smash through. Now there's an enemy. You have to try it on this first enemy only blocks. Yeah. Things like that. Here's here. Here's a shield. Here's a weapon. Like it does a, does a pretty good job. And this is a, um, you know, in the game, a unique environment, you know, you have the boats that are kind of beached up, um, on the shore and you have, uh, you know, these overgrown paths kind of making inroads through the jungle into the Island. The, um, and there's lots of little secrets and stuff too, which I really appreciate. There's a lot of like, you know, you should push against the borders because you're going to find either one of these walls you can smash through or just like a sliver that you can squeeze through mm-hmm. and get these kind of upgrades. Yeah. Um, you're picking the upgrades up from skeletized uh, mice, but there's also skeletal dinosaurs and stuff. So I don't mm-hmm. really know what's going on with that. <laughs> uh, every once in a while, you pick up, you know, some treasure from a dinosaur. that oh, died. God, this like, is oh. site B. <laughs> <laughs> the dinosaurs um, have evolved into mice. Yeah. Oh, OK. <laughs> C- cute. Um, <laughs> So. Yeah, I just designed a T-shirt, didn't I? Fuck. The dinosaurs have evolved into mice. I, I, th- I think that no, shirt needs a little work. Oh, okay. What's that? <laughs> I think that shirt needs a little work. Yeah. No, no. I just okay. I, I mashed up Dark Mouse with Jurassic Park. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's not yeah. a shirt. No, it's not a. It's um, it's I mean it's it's like a third rate, uh, you know, Tumblr deviant art. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Like put put this on Facebook and and like post it to the wall of the you know the Jurassic Park guy so they can ignore it. <laughs> so, here, here you ignore this. Here you ignore this exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, here you 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 destroy this when you format your computer. I don't want to destroy it when I format my computer. Yeah. yeah. Um, these, uh, these enemies are pretty slow that you're fighting these, uh, kind of night guys. They, they appear humanoid. They're a little bit hard to read. All you can see is that they're covered in vines. So yes. they're like swamp thing kind of dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's going to be another reason why the notes have to be so quiet for this or so slight for this is because, uh, we don't know anything about anything we're fighting. Right. Right. Um, it's just not there, you know, like there's like, you know, we're going to run to a boss for this area and I have no idea why the boss is fighting us or who they are. Right. You know, there's just that information just doesn't exist. Um, so, you know, we don't know who these tricky things are. Um, you eventually start fighting, uh, other animals, you know, um, it's very mouse guard. Like you, um, yeah, the area kind of opens up and you were introduced to spiders <sighs> and the spiders are interesting. Um, they will only move towards you when your back is to them. Yeah. And this happens as soon as you get your first ability point and the game encourages you to get the dash. Right. Which you have to use to kind of combat the spiders. Yeah. So they will stay outside of weapon uh, range and kind of like make a circle around you and kind of edge to flank um, and kind of surround you. So they will um, sneak up you in a sneak up on you in a pretty insidious way if you don't either pin them against a wall or do uh, this uh, this kind of dash move uh, to, mm. to you know to make it happen. And uh, yeah, and there's there's too many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do die on them, because eventually after you fight all these little spiders, we're introduced to medium and bigger spiders, which just take more hits. You know, it's it's very satisfying when you can do that dash and just sweep across and take out you know seven spiders yeah. in one hit, um, and then they just kind of up the ante a bunch. 
Um, and then you have to do it again. So there's like that, that little bit of like, man, I wish I could run past things happens right out the gate. Yeah. Um, it gets worse as the game goes on, but it's, it's mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. You, al- you also find your first twisted figure around this time. So the uh, um, my, my ghost ended up being a very good uh, kind of uh, tool for distracting them. Yeah. And twisted figures are the item you need to get ghost. Yes. And uh, you can get three of them in the game. Yeah. Um, so they also introduced wall spikes here, which I found that was like actually the geographical thing I found pretty frustrating. Yeah. Because it doesn't look that different than like thorns or, or something like that. And it's very uh, sensitive and touchy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, kind of making your way through here, and we run into an NPC. Yeah, um, yeah. Her name is Anna, yeah. and uh, you know this is where you can enter your name. You tell her uh, your, your your name, and she says, "Hey, um, I will come with you and fight you, fight with you if you can get me to this kind of garrison, um, to this yeah. uh, little little building here." Yeah, take me to the village. Um, here's the thing that sucks, uh, Anna. You can hurt Anna on accident. Yep. Um, like you can in souls, but something about the perspective and your wide weapon sweeps means you're much more likely to do this, especially if you're doing these dash attacks. And once she's dead, she's just dead. Yep. Um, that's it for Anna. And you unlock like the actual little village you can go to, which that's really overstating. It's like three rooms, but (laughs) you do close off a big part of the plot to yourself for killing her. And it's just so easy to kill her. Right. I understand why they didn't make her invincible uh, because mm-hmm. she she follows you with a bow and arrow and like will attack with range weapon, you know, mm-hmm. ranged. This is the earliest bow you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure that it's like a pro strat to kill Anna and take her bow. Um, but I found it, very, you know, I accidentally killed her and reset uh, the first time I did it. And I was like, I wasn't trying to kill you. It's just the way this combat works. Right. My, my, my hurt box, you're crowding me and my hurt box is too wide around me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I ended up actually switching to the spear just so I wouldn't hurt Anna. Oh God! <laughs> so it's like, and the spear is like decent, but like, boy, it it doesn't take care of multiple things at once. Like, no, no, you need that sweep. Like, it yeah. just that ended up being essential for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, her path, you know, to get to this village, you need to go through this uh, the Huzoth Plains, um, which <laughs> are kind of uh, like like a desert is almost what it reads like. Um, you know, it's like a wind swept, you know, brushy kind of area. Um, there's a little like bits of thick brush around it that you can't quite push into. Yeah. Um, you like try to push through and it kind of resists you in this weird kind of rubbery, uh, way that like kind of feels weird. Mm-hmm. And they introduce like one of the worst designed enemies, uh, in the game, like really soon yeah. that have been like patched. Like these things have been nerfed cause I'm not the only person to complain about them, but uh, you start finding crows. Yep. Um, like these, these birds and they suck. Yep. Uh, these uh, things suck (laughs) there are lots of them uh they come at you they almost always seem to fly at your shield side um i don't know if that's intentional or if it's just the way that it worked out for me um and they make these kind of sweeping passes and they just harry you you know Mm -hmm. in a in a in a really kind of annoying way that i don't feel that it doesn't feel like there's an awful lot of recourse against them you you just had to like you had to time it kind of perfectly um, the way we're describing it makes it sound easier than it is. Like, it's kind of hard to describe how hard this is. Yeah. Well, um, it's also mapping height in a weird way. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Is like there's a Z-axis that's not being accounted for visually. Right. So sometimes they're literally flying over you, and there's no visual difference behind that. Yeah. Um, that sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> um, they actually, they patch them to make them uh, sl- slower and to take little breaks. Okay. So they'll land and, and, and wait for a second and then you can kind of run up and hit them. But when that would happen, they're, they're not synced. They don't do that in sync. So like one of them would land while three of them are coming and I have to keep my shield up. Yeah. It's like they were setting um, up a honeypot. Because <laughs> they, they chunk you. Like it, it's, you know, even this early in the game, like these things will do a fourth of your health, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not like you can put your shield down around them and I have you can't 
play this without a shield. Like your dodge at this point, even if you put your one point into it, which you haven't because you need that dash mm-hmm. thing, uh, is just not good enough. Right. You know, so yep. these things suck. Could have done without that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. Uh, but it's good that they patched it. It's nice when developers notice that people are having a problem with the thing and don't just post a good meme uh, yeah, on their it's, Facebook it's, page. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be a wonderful thing if, uh, you know, um, when you eventually take uh, and I'm, I'm swooping your point because I want to make a joke. Yeah, Sorry to okay. be weird. That's fine. Uh, when you eventually you, you get past this bird section, you take Anna to this fortress um, you can leave her there. There are a couple of other NPCs. Mm-hmm. Um, they tell you about this necromancer, Xanatar. And if you go to Xanatar and wish to be uh, small, it'll turn you into a pinky. <laughs> and if you wish to be big, it's going to turn you into a skeleton. Of course. That's, that's a mouse. That's their life. <laughs> I, I, can I tell you, can I walk you through the, uh, the anatomy of that, that joke that didn't work as well uh, as it did when it first occurred to me? I, I laughed. It's fine. No, no I, yeah, I, pre- yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, go, go ahead. Well, I, there, there's a factual inaccuracy in it. So I saw Xanatar, and I'm like, oh, it's like the Zoltar machine. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like racing. Uh, I was like, oh. And anytime we're talking about mice, referring to them as pinkies, I think is gross and cool. Oh, yeah. That's just a cool thing to do. And the, uh, <laughs> That's a cool <laughs> fun thing to do. You should try it at home. This has been our yeah, YouTube series, Cool Things yeah. for Fun Dudes. <laughs> cool Things for Teens. Hey, kids. Pinkies. Um, <laughs> but uh, I somehow in that forgot that. In the movie Big, Tom Hanks does not wish to be a little kid. <laughs> okay. He wishes to be something. I can't remember the word for it. Yeah, I wish I was big. He, yeah, yeah, no, I don't. I just, that's the, so that's where Gary, like, my, my... please, I'm worried about you. What are you... <laughs> okay. it was, it's when you try to, like, I'm trying to cue up a joke while talking and, yeah. and fucked it up. But yeah. it's like, so I was like, oh, it'll be a pinky. And then at the end, I was trying to save it by what, like, what is, there's not a word for an old mouse, though. Like it's not, you know, no, there's not a word for an old anything. Like you, be, yeah. you're an infant, and then you're just old. Like there's not like a, right. a separate word for that. So, yeah. anyway, that that's where that joke, you know, was born, lived its entire life, and died. <laughs> and died. This yeah. Couple minutes. yeah. See, I uh, saw Xantar, and I thought about the uh, the gelatinous cube who eats uh, the people in Noah's Arcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get past awesome. the first level. Yeah. That I should have just let you go for it, and I apologize for that. No, like, I, I wasn't going to go for it. I mean, I may may have. Let's, uh, let's release uh, Bonfire Side Chat Blue and Bonfire Side Chat Red. Okay. With different versions of that joke. Yeah, so people can trade their references <laughs> so to 80s and 90s their, movies. Their dot waves. <laughs> I a dot wave across the lunchroom table and be like, Pinky. Liz Antar. Yeah. He gets the square. Um, and then just uh, then together they can make both jokes. Let's trade waves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the new call. Sorry did that. What? Uh, sorry, to you, audience. Okay, so. no, it's fine. No, don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. You, 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 you saw the opening and you ran for it. I would, uh, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. So who, who among us is not mistaken <laughs> the movie big for, for Benjamin Button somehow? Yep. <laughs> who among us hasn't? Uh, <laughs> hasn't reversed the, the purpose? Big. Yeah. Was. Oh man. Um. <laughs> So <laughs> this is some of the only exposition that you get outside of, you know, a little bit of area names and uh, boss names, you know, mm-hmm. saying this person's name and what they and, and what they do. And it's a pretty basic plot. You know, a necromancer evil wizard has taken this kingdom and corrupted it. And you, yep. it's up to you to stop it. And yeah, and you do. Um, or other people did. Yeah. I mean, this this we one did. German guy that I watched did. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, this is where you start, as you leave here, you run into your first gigantic bowl enemy. Uh, and these guys are kind of fuckers. Um, yeah. They are they're meant to be visually intimidating and are. Um, they will charge you. 
uh, and you have to kind of dodge to the side. The big issue with these guys, I think, is that their turning radius is too good. Yeah. I was like, oh, I need to get behind this thing because that, you know, that makes sense. Um, and you kind of can, but it just it will it will track you. Yeah. Um, you know, really, really accurately. Yeah. So, so it's, they're, I find them hard to fight. It doesn't fulfill the purpose of a bullfight, which is to let them charge and then get behind it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's like 90 percent of video game bulls. <laughs> yeah. You know, but not here. Yeah. No, like these guys, I like the way they look. It's kind of, I think, outside of the hunters is one of the first red eye enemies that you find. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It works. I ended up uh, kind of not killing them, but getting behind them or getting past them by luring them into the brush. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They get stuck there. Yeah, because they're they're big guys. Yeah. Um, so you travel north here and you get into um, Samarkand Garrison, which is the uh, outer wall, um, the first line of defense for the Samarkand Castle, uh, which uh, compromises um, or is composed of, um, you know, the last 60 percent of the game. This is the this is where the sameness kind of begins with one notable exception we're going to get to next. Um, but yeah, this is this is when it's all sends all the time. Yes. Yeah. And it gets sensier from here. Like this begins sensey. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the prison, it's even sensier. And then the castle is like sends sends it out. <laughs> right. Um, but this is uh, the way it is sensey. Uh, so we're running into way more mice here. Yep. Um, this is around when I first got hunted as well, hmm. um, which I think that's random. At least to a degree. And yeah. it sucked. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't find a rhyme or reason. Uh, but these intelligent mouse enemies, they are real tough, um, especially because they work together, um, the archers do, and will just pin you down um, right as you run onto an area. Yeah. 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 And um, that's, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, this is also sensey because there are flame spurt traps. Um, and if you get lit on fire, that is uh, curtains for you. Yeah. It's damage over time that is significant. Yeah. Um, the flame spurt traps, uh, are kind of, I like the way that they're signaled mm-hmm. with these little scorch marks on the ground. Yeah. So it has a little bit of that, you know, the blood stain on the elevator and sends feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're being aware, like you can get past it. What ends up making this kind of them kind of hateful though, is the layout. Um, yeah. when they start mixing these up with the spear traps, they do a lot of like you dodge past a spear, which is the only thing you can do to that spear directly into a flame spurt trap. Yeah. Um, um, and, and there's there's not really another thing to do. And also, if you haven't up, updated your uh, your your dodge, dashing through them isn't really that viable. Yeah, um, you end up you know just there would just be a couple of pixels of me that was still in their hurt box, and then yep, that's the end of your run. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, the boss for this area is Wardrick, the feral master of the guard, um, and this is kind of a prototypical gigantic dude with a huge weapon fight. Um, mm-hmm. and he will kill you in two swipes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard, Gary. So this, this is, you know, I, I gamed this, uh, this guy to get my, uh, you know, to get my ghost. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, there's actually another boss fight. That's really weirdly optional with a giant bird. Oh, weird. Did you fight the giant bird? No, no, I didn't. I would have um, liked to a, have. I know you wouldn't have. It's, yeah. it's the same thing as the little bird, except big. And he comes with a thousand little birds. No, Jesus. Uh, and he's just, he's, <laughs> it's, it sucks. And he's just another way to get into this garrison. Oh, wow. It's really weirdly structured. Like you can go in this back door, which is what it sounds like you did, or you can yeah. go in this other door. Okay. Um, this is the closest thing I think that to approaching an okay boss fight. Yeah. Um, like I, I, this is very, very hard, but I got to the, I had a little, like tiny little bit of that, like, soul's feeling of uh okay i am i've learned this mm-hmm. you know 
and uh, that didn't really happen for much of this. Yeah, if you, you can know? spot so it, if you can spot your opening and you don't get caught by that first move in his counter or in his combo, rather, you can really dependably stick behind him. Like the facing works for you, you know, uh, against it more than it uh, works, you know, against you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, and that was that was you know as close to a good boss fight as I gotten in this uh, thing. Um, you you kill him, you get the exit key to this, yeah. um, and you exit. And one of my like one of the very few like set pieces in the game I really love <laughs> is you run into this cat that has two dead mice in front of it, slowly <laughs> wagging its tail, which yeah. is just like th- this is a very like you know we talk about this lacking lore and stuff like that. Like it is about sentient mice. Like there there's a Ooh. silliness to this that the game doesn't lean into, right? Except right here and when it does i think it's very funny <laughs> yeah it's like hey don't worry i'm full i'm just i just feel like talking right now it's yeah. gigantic too like it is cat size compared to you <laughs> as opposed to the bowls which are like somehow like little <laughs> little toy bowls like genetically engineered yeah they're they're, they're teacup bowls <laughs> yeah yeah very very uh very cute like them bulls. <laughs> uh, but this cat is actually giving you giving you hints saying, hey, the king, um, you know, was exiled or wandered into this toxic swamp over to the west. Um, and, you know, the key to the castle, you know, was with him. So if you want to proceed forward, you need to head over there to get, you know, to get that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you do. Um, yeah. I, I kept expecting this this cat. I think the cat describes itself as a merchant of sorts. Okay. Oh, in the first line, and never actually is a merchant. Yeah. It's very weird. Um, but so you head over to this very short area, this toxic swamp. Um, the way that uh, there are these patches of swamp, um, it doesn't, you don't have a meter where you get poisoned and then get damaged over time. It just, yeah. whenever you're in the cloud, you get damaged. Right. Um, um, think of it like uh, it's just acid, not poison. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you kind of just, you know, there's more mice. There yeah. things 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 to fight here and poison clouds to dash through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really small area, yeah. and it's the this is the of the biomes we're going to get. This is the last new one. Right. Uh, the rest of the game is just castle. Uh, <laughs> after this, uh, and also one part of a castle with red light as opposed to the normal yeah, light. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, you know, varied visually. You see the green kind of clouds. Uh, I feel like the, uh, or puddles, I, I don't know which one they are. Um, they're laid out in cool ways that kind of complicate the, uh, um, the encounters, um, in, in, yes. a, in, in a pretty interesting way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's still too, because you move so slowly though, the poison clouds <sighs> yeah. are overly punishing. And again, keep in mind, there's no Estus in this game. So every time, if you get to the end of a poison cloud, which is mandatory damage, mm-hmm. uh, and you heal, like that is a resource you'll never get back unless right. you want to like. I guess you could probably farm for them because enemies sometimes drop them, but it yeah. feels like a real diminishing returns kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, the boss of this place is Onyx, the feral guardian of the swamp, uh, who is a large crab. Uh, it is Revenge of the Crabulons. Yeah. Giant crab uh, shoots out these poison blobs, and there's a little bit of a race against time in this because the longer the fight goes on, the more areas of the arena become poisonous. Yeah, he spits out he spits out acid um, like he's a uh, quailag. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that is the sole complicating factor. Like he's got these claws, you know, as opposed to having this big weapon he, he needs to swing around. Um, you know, he's got the two sides of him that will just immediately dish, dish out pain. So like figuring out how to navigate around this thing seems to be the seems to be the way to the way to go. The wrinkle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and it's not this is not terrible. Like I haven't you know, this guy was not the worst, but it was uh, that kind of not being able to slow down 
with my admittedly kind of smaller DPS was frustrating to me. Yeah. You know, I wasn't doing enough damage to make this a DPS race. It just meant that like I would inevitably end up with the, you know, the arena as poisoned up as it could be. Yeah. You know, which kind of sucked. Um, the next area after I got to that, you know, so you get a, another key or whatever that gets you into Samarkand prison. Uh, Samarkand prison is what ended up killing me. Yeah. Uh, and I stopped around here, which is the penultimate area of the game, but this is as far as I got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, you know, you pass through like a cell area and then this just turns into more hallways with lots more traps. So they end up shooting um, arrows that are at least five or six tumble widths um, mm-hmm. down these long hallways. And this this is what you were talking about, I presume. I didn't get this far. Um, what you were talking about, I presume, with like you eventually just have to like dodge through them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're everywhere. Like yeah. it's this lattice of arrows and spears like mm-hmm. Long hallways with, with gigantic arrows that go through that do half of, you know, half of your health. Um, lots of sections of uh, and these are these are manned. So these are these have uh, people running these crossbows. You can eventually get to them and kill the the mouse. Hmm. Uh, it's running them, but they're just it's so dense uh, between them. Yeah. Um, you also run into uh, spear mice show up a lot, which like do kind of phalanx tactics. Yeah. And and will show up in like there's a there's a uh, two rows of four of them that show up. And this is why I'm saying without like area effect, you know, <laughs> it's it's specifically it's the room that killed me the most that actually caused me to, to you know, to give up. And it was after the archers, which I also found really annoying, yeah. um, the several archer rooms. But in this one, you run up um, this spear thing. You have to perfectly dodge these spear things. When you dodge to the left to go into this room, there's a fire trap immediately there that triggers. I never figured out how to like not trigger that. And then there are in this very small room. There's eight spear guys set up in phalanx formation. So do you have fire traps and spear traps on all sides? You have this tiny, tiny little space to work with, you know, these, this, this defensive powerhouse. Yeah. And the only way I was able to make any progress with it was just firebombing them. But I kept running out of firebombs or I'd be hurt from fucking up on the way here. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like I hate this. <laughs> so I have to stop. Yeah. It was uh, killing you. Yeah. Killing you. Yeah, no, it looks uh, looks a bit much, looks a bit much. And like beyond that isn't any kinder because then you start getting actual spear traps shooting out of the walls that you have to uh, discern when they're going to come out. The pattern wasn't uh, especially evident, I think. And then mm-hmm. eventually you find these ballista as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. And there are, there are multiple ballistas. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, new roller derby name, Ballista Flockhart. Ballista, I th- I'm I'm almost guarantee. Yeah, there's a bl- I hope there is, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Ballista block, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, and you also run into an NPC here. Um, you run into a Destrian in in this jail section. Uh, okay. You eventually find, and you can't let Destrian out yet. You have to go get the key for him. Um, he was betrayed by the king, uh, who was corrupted by the necromancer. Right. Um. So, and by the time, uh. I think that he, she is the father of Anna. So Anna wants to eventually go to this fortress or wanted you to go to this fortress to rescue her father. I think that's Destrian. Okay. But I, I couldn't get him back to the village. You know? Oh, shit. Um, like, really? uh, just because, well, cause he would, cause he would die. Cause it's yeah. hard. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you can feed your NPCs morsels, but like, I, I really need them. Shits. <laughs> Those are mine. So this, and then that, that was kind of the general malaise as kind of the bigger part that made me give up as well. Yeah. You know, just like, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, like I would like to see. So I, and one weird thing about this game is there's not very much about it online. No, um, no. So I did, I did not get a chance to look up, um, 
what happens if you bring Destrian back to the village. Yeah. So given how complicated that is, I'm sure that is how you get like the infinity plus one sword. I'm pretty it could sure be, it could be. Yeah. If, I mean, if they're going to put one of those in there, um, yeah. I know there's a, um, you might need it because the evil ending for this, uh, which I wasn't able to find footage of. I just no. knew about from context clues is that if you kill all the NPCs, so mm. if you do all the evil stuff, you get the evil ending. Um, I did not, uh, was not able to see it though. Cause yep. I don't, couldn't find it online. Um, the uh, this area, if you continue through like and again, just kind of endless arrow <laughs> ambush rooms and spear traps, you run into a boss, which is the Royal Guardians, which is two of those big horned rats. Yeah. So we're, we're out of boss ideas like pretty quick. Right. Um, yeah. And you are dealing with the with these guys on your lonesome. Um, mm-hmm. And that is tough to do, especially uh, when one of these was already enough to kind of give you fits. Give me fits yes. rather. Um, I, I looked at this and I was like, nope, I, I, that, that would also be another wall, um, in a yep. game that has been full of walls. This would be, this, this would really, really not be passable, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But yeah, um, they attack with yeah. the great swords this time. That doesn't alter their, uh, their tactics that much. No, no. And you want to bring your ghost here. Um, eventually you get to, uh, after this is uh, Samarkand castle, um, which is everything that we've done before. Um, but more so. And mice with throwing stars that ricochet off walls. Yep. Um, which is just, that's, that's too much for me to keep track of. <laughs> like, I, I can't do it. You can't can't give this room full of these guys with ricocheting walls. Like, I can't do the math. Yeah. Uh, I need Ziggy to, like, figure out what how to get out of the way of this shit. <laughs> that would, that would, it's just, I, I watch somebody do it, and I'm like, I would hate this. Yeah. Like, I would get so mad at this. Well, the, like, so. like we mentioned, facing is so important. It, it yeah. really is. And when you have something that can, you know, that, that seems to be designed to get around your shields, you know, with these enemies that are far more nimble than you. Um, yeah, that is uh, that is not good. It feels like it is designing against your weaknesses in a in a, in a pretty toxic kind of way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Not a not, not not a big fan. Dirty pool. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, but eventually you make your way through here to get to the unboss, which, again, I watched. I can see um, this is Zerastar, the ancient necromancer. And when you show up, he, he says like, hey, I know you've been being hunted. Those are like my pets yeah, or whatever. Um, oh, there's actually a neat set piece thing, too, because uh, you run into the king before this. OK. Um, and the king uh, is repentant and he says like, oh, you know, I, I'm sorry. Uh, but if you have Destrian with you uh, or you fight, you, uh, if you have Destrian with you, Destrian will kill him. Oh, and wow. we'll just stay there and keep hitting him. <laughs> so it's this weird little, like, you know, kind of emotional beat. Right. Um, regardless of which, though, you get to Zerastar. He says, hey, I've been saying those hunters. Um, he has his hunters waiting in the corners mm-hmm. of this. There's three of them. Um, I think that's the total number that you can be uh, invaded. And we'll send them out after you uh, in the middle of the boss fight while you're dealing with this caster boss. Yeah. Uh, this pyromancer who is laying down area of effect spells. Um, kind of doing uh, some real high-level pyromancy against you. Um, again, this looked like too much. Yeah, this is yeah. I I wonder there'd be a, an opportunity for a clever gameplay thing here if like he didn't have them if you if you beat them earlier. Yeah, you know, like if they didn't eat your marrow, they'd be weaker, or they wouldn't exist, or they'd be on your side, or something like that. Yeah. Um, I have no idea because I, I I didn't get here, and and you know it's hard to find YouTube footage of someone who did get here. Right. Like, <laughs> as well, you'll find out in the next episode. This is a more obscure game than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, Again, like when something comes out and purports to be a souls, like, and seems to be, and you know, <laughs> seems to kind of be riding on that cachet. At least our experience is people write us for a couple of months saying, Hey, cover this, cover this, cover this. And we think they're playing it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and and they're not right. So you know, weird weird kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then you get the the ending, which is really just the ending. Right. You know. Um. Roll credits. Like I mean, like yeah, roll credits. That's what I mean when I say it's just the ending. Like nothing, nothing really happens. There's no big real kind of revelation. Uh, yeah. The story has been really perfunctory anyway. So you know that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. And that is Dark Mouse again. You know, this is a shorter episode because you know of circumstances. Um. Also, even if we did go all the way through it, there's only so much you can say about these different combinations in this top down this top-down kind of approach, right? Even in the levels that we did play, you know, you have to take this uh, zoomed out because, I don't know, just like there, like, it's there, there's not as much to talk about because it's all in the hands, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, uh, and you can see there's only so much to talk about. There's also only so much for him to have done right. with his verb set. And that you, we see that this, ga- this game has like six areas that are the back half of which is very similar to the, you know, to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, one of the bosses is a repeat. Um, a lot of the enemies kind of show up, you know, he does. It's hard to say it's not, you know, it's just kind of copy pasted. But a lot of the encounters are just what if there is a room full of archers. Right. You know, and it kind of it leans on that too much. It's one of those things where, like, I feel like there's a dissonance between the limit. Like, I like a limited toolbox. Like, mm-hmm. we like that. I like a limited aesthetic like that. But the scope with this many limitations, like, this would have been an awesome much shorter experience uh, that never repeated anything and was just like, here's, here's a, a five hour souls. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that feels like, you know, that isn't uh punished to be, you know, punishing enough to be 16 hours because you're going to die constantly. You know? Yeah. I think that would have been neat. I think that would have been a cool way to do it. And these ideas, as I, I've mentioned a couple of times, like I would love to see them developed somewhere else or developed by this, this uh, developer mm-hmm. um, with a sequel or something. Yeah. Cause I can't, I can't bring myself to hate it. It's too neat. It's yeah. just too hard and not quite enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. Like I was, so if we, if we take this and map it, like if this is something like a, like one of the earlier Momodoras, you know, if, 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 if this sells well enough and there, if there's enough of a demand, enough of a following, I, I could see them making the accessible polished version of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I would love that. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I wish this guy well, cause it is a, it is a feat, yeah. you know, and he's still, he's still caretaking it, which I think is respectable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, you know, I just, I'm honestly, I'm fine putting it behind me and it just, I got what I got out of it. This is my mm-hmm. second run up against it. I tried to get further into, you know, tried to beat it when we did it for comrade. Couldn't came back to it, saw that there were some kind of adjustments, went back to it. Couldn't. Right. You know, and I think that's just the universe telling me something this point so kind of neat if you are the person who like is just hurt me more mm-hmm. about like souls difficulty which obviously that person has to fucking exist <laughs> i don't know any of them like every single person i know is miserable about this stuff but the, the, and or like s- apologizing for it out of the side of their mouth right right you know like oh this is really good it's way too hard but it's still very good in spite of that like literally no one is saying that dark souls is a good amount of difficulty right now right um if you are one of those people play dark mouse yeah I think that you will you will find a challenge in a new and interesting way, uh, and that is worthwhile. Yep. Um, if you are one of the, uh, if you are, if you're a soft you know, boy a soft, like us, if you're part of the soft boy Katamari rolling down in the ravine, ah. um, maybe give it a shot because it's it's cool to support this guy and it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is not going to be it's not going to scratch that itch for you. I don't think. Right. So well put. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I have anything um, to add. Yeah. Um. So after this, we are doing an episode on Neo. 
Um, um, actually, nope, me, no, we are no, doing an episode. We're doing a special. <laughs> yes. So there's going to be another special. Um, this is yes. going to be the one that you recorded with Alex Ike. Alec oh, Ike, hey. rather. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and that um, is the last of those. Yes. So if you if you appreciate those uh, those top blankety bloop uh, Dark Souls specials, we got another one of those coming. Mm-hmm. Then an episode on Neo. No, then an uh, episode on um, the DLC. Fucking a, bro. I'm just, I'm, 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 I've lost. I've gotten, I got moused. I got, <laughs> I got, I got, oh no, I got moused. What happened um, to Gary? Oh, he got moused. Oh, that's a I'm, shame. Yeah. So then, uh, the couple episodes of the DLC, um, we're gonna be joined by uh, Richard Pilbeam mm-hmm. again. It is a repeat guest, but uh, Richard's one of the smartest people doing stuff. Right. Uh, you know, with soul stuff right now, and we really like him. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna do that. It's gonna be two episodes. Yeah. And an appendix. Mm-hmm. Then, um, then we have three. We, so we, we've got we've got three more games that are planned on the docket right now. Um, yeah. Gary, we can talk about the order. I penciled them in as Let It Die, Neo, mm-hmm. and then Hollow Knight. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm boy. I jumped the goal gun by like about six weeks. Yeah. You you, uh, you so put they, us a couple months out. Um, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's a. Uh, I would okay. like more time. I would like more time with Neo. Yeah, it's a uh, so right now our current so we're going to do that. Um, Lit Die will be an episode. Yeah. It's not going to be a series. Um, like Lit Neo is likely going to be just an episode as well. Right. Um, I put in my thirteen hours that I want to put in with that. Mm-hmm. Um, that could change, but right now that's our current plan. Right. And then uh, doing Hollow Knight, which I expect is going to be more up my alley, probably as a full you know a couple episodes, like yeah. go through the whole thing. Yeah. Like, but uh, Neo will be very similar to this episode where it's like we'll talk about what happens, but we both you know will play. A degree into it yeah yeah um talk about systems that we encounter stuff like that extend us a little bit of grace because whenever i'm, I'm finding this with with the dlc whenever you talk about something without having seen all of it somebody will come out and chime in and say oh but you haven't and then all of a sudden no we're just going to give like a survey course uh, yeah. of, of our experience with it yeah so uh, and a lot of like neo has tons of systems like yeah. the way those interact is really interesting and worth talking about yeah. you know without in a way that i feel like is probably more worthwhile than saying like Oh, it turned out Nobunaga did it. Yeah. You know, or, or whatever the actual <laughs> right. actual plot is. Um, it's probably pretty close. I, I'm almost guaranteed. Yeah. The um, Neo has a plot about on par with Dark Mouse. Um, <laughs> it's uh, so that's the order we're doing things. If you have anything to say about those games coming up. So let it die. Uh, Neo and the DLC um, mm-hmm. hit us up at duckfeed.tv forward slash contact. Um, please individual emails for each game. Yeah. So um, if you have something to say about all three, it helps us out so much if yes. you uh, compartmentalize those. Yeah. If you send one big message, uh, we'll probably catch one of the you know, we'll catch your thoughts for one of those games, and then the other the other ones will just fall through the cracks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that is uh, you should do so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that is it. So let's do the usual admin. Thank you everybody who has supported us on Patreon. Um, if you would like to join them, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv where you can, uh, look at the rewards, see which ones are worth it to you and, uh, kick us a couple of bucks a month that, uh, goes a, a tremendous, um, uh, it, it goes a long way, uh, to help us, you know, dedicate the time to doing as many shows as we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, ratings, reviews, all those things are very helpful. Um, we have, you know, as, as we enter this post souls world, it's an interesting time for bonfire side chat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're really, uh, uh, excited about kind of what the future brings. Um, one thing is that if you like bonfire side chat, especially if you like this off season where we're doing kind of individual games and things like that, uh, I recommend you check out our other shows on our network. Yeah. Um, you could, yeah. Watch out for fireballs chief amongst them. Yeah. Um, that is a kind of an examination of, 
you know, non-Souls games specifically, but, um, you know, video games in general with the same kind of lens. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, we've done uh, a lot of episodes. I think it's fair to say a shitload or a grip of episodes. Um, sure. And uh, go and take a look at the list of games that we have done. And there, I'm sure that there is one that you've had that you have experience with. Uh, even just this year, we've done Symphony of the Night. Um, we're covering Dead Space right now. That's going to be coming out uh, here in a, a few days. Uh, if you're interested in survival horror, um, just tons and tons of stuff. And we're very proud of that show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it. Um, yeah. My, 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 my mouse brain needs to chill. Yeah. I've gotten overwhelmed by mouse. Oh, he's been moused. <laughs> mouse. Mouse. Yeah. Mouse. Yeah. Mouse. That's it. Uh, we want to extend some thanks to people who have supported us on Patreon. Uh, so our thanks go out to Mike Verano. Thank you very much, Mike. Um, Trent Amond. Trent. Back at you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Brian Pitt. I see you on Twitter, I think. And if I don't, I'm sorry. You have a common name. You do. Uh, Brian's been around. Yeah. Uh, that guy's around. Um, Mikhail Christensen. Yeah. Also been around. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, thank in, you, Mikhail. He's in the Slack. He's uh, And whenever we stream stuff, he's always there. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mikhail. And then uh, Gregory Gregarian. Man, what a name. Yeah. I like that. What a name. It's it's like the beginning of a, lim- a limerick. <laughs> like, there once was, uh, there was a man named Gregory Gregarian. Yeah, you already broke it. <laughs> was a was a Rastafarian? Yep. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Who couldn't sleep, so he took some Valerian. <laughs> he had a weird dream vol- and blew off some steam, <laughs> and and, and punched and, and punched his way through an aquarium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's as fact check us, Greg. <laughs> um, yeah. So thanks very much. Um, and until next time, uh, you are being hunted. Yep, sir. Yes, sir. You were. I, 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 the game. <laughs> and we all pray that we will have far more soon 